Speakers. This is the way. This is the morning drive on News Talk WVMT. Without love, where would we be right now? But right now we're going to say, without Jay Shepard, where would we be right now? We're <laughs> back on the morning drive, everybody. And yes, indeed, uh, Vermont's, uh, Vermont's Republican National Committee man, Jay Shepard, is joining us online now from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Anthony. And it is beautiful here in Milwaukee, if Milwaukee can be beautiful. And, and Jay, did you... Uh, did you, after the debate was over, did you partake of anything that Milwaukee is and, and Wisconsin is most famous for? I did not. I actually am not a consumer of those beverages. Well, I was talking about uh, cheese. Yeah, we were thinking cheese. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, no. But, you know, there, uh, there were some uh, events afterwards, and there were people certainly uh, taking advantage of the fare that's available here. How late were you up, Jake? Uh, well, it's Central Time, so probably a little before one. Oh, not bad, not bad. No. So, Jay, no. what? First of all, let's talk about what was the atmosphere. How you were in the arena, you were there for the debate. How long did you? How long before the debate started at nine o'clock our time? Did you get there? Uh, probably around between five and five thirty. And what was the atmosphere like? It was electric, and the there were uh, receptions within the facility, so there were a lot of different groups were there. Uh, all the candidates had little receptions going on for some of their um, key people. Uh, but it was there was a lot of energy there, a lot of interaction between uh, all the people in the stadium. Um, it, it, it was electric, no doubt. Did you get a chance to see any of the candidates prior to the debate? Uh, no, no. But there's there's meetings today, um, so there's a lot going on. Yesterday, they kind of limited themselves, getting ready uh, mentally and uh, pumped up for the debates with uh, their debate uh, teams. So most of it was prep work, so there weren't many public events. Now, somebody, uh, one of our listeners brought up that when there was some booing that went on, couple different times that those were the donor class that were booing where do you have any idea where most of the people obviously every candidate got a section where they were able to bring in some of their supporters right yes and uh, it was it was it, it was not a donor event i mean there were donors there but that was not the the rank and file republican party were there there were a lot of people from wisconsin that were there um a lot of activists around the country but there was no what you might call a big donor area. Yeah, and so so give give us your take on the debate. Um, who do you think won, or do you do you think there was a clear winner and a clear loser? I don't think there was a clear winner or a clear loser. I think what everyone has to look at it as to how they did versus expectations. So everybody had their own thought about how it would go, who who their person was. And when you speak to people afterwards, it was more, did my person perform well enough uh, to gain anyone? And there wasn't a lot of people shifting that were there. Um, but they, they did look at a couple of people. I mean, if you look at Asa Hutchinson, he's done. Um, the, ones, the ones that stood out for a lot of people uh, were Nikki Haley uh, very much exceeded expectations. 
Uh, when she spoke, she commanded the audience. Uh, Ron DeSantis, the expectations were very limited on him, and he performed very solidly, so people thought that he did very well. Uh, I know some of the, uh, the national news people don't think he gained people, but it was obvious that he relieved a lot of people that were worried, uh, and a lot of his supporters are much stronger today than they were prior to the debate. Uh, very much mixed reactions on Vivek. Uh, those who were in the middle uh, thought that he was a performer and that he was trying to imitate Donald Trump, trying to own the stage, and were very pleased, actually, when Nikki Haley kind of slapped him down. Uh, you know, Chris Christie is Chris Christie. He's going to continue the role that he's in. He received, he and uh, Vice President Pence were the ones that were, were booed along with Vivek. Uh, uh, the governor from North Dakota, Burgum, uh, surprised a lot of people in a very solid performance as well. Now, well, let me ask you, the one, I think the one candidate that you did not mention he was Senator Tim Scott. And I'll just tell you that I, I am a fan of Tim Scott, and I want to hear what you think, but my take on him was that I think he underperformed. He didn't do anything wrong, but he didn't have a... You, in these debates, it seems to me you always want to have a moment that people remember, and it didn't seem like he got that. I, I would agree with you, and I also am a big fan. I think uh, he, he is the type of person who would be a very, very good president, um, that he would be measured, that he his moral compass is very, very strong, but he did not have a breakout moment, but he also didn't hurt himself. So I think if, if you're a supporter of him, and the buzz, the buzz around all the supporters that were there for regardless of who the candidate is, that everyone likes Tim Scott. Uh, you cannot find anyone in the Republican Party that I know of that has anything negative to say about Senator Scott. They may prefer that a governor uh, with executive experience be president and those kind of things, but no one uh, that I know of would be disappointed with the President Scott. It's interesting. I, I'm, I'm reading an email from a, from a listener, and um, his takeaways are interesting. He, he says, uh, Pence and Haley had all the arrogance and condescension of your typical career politician. Uh, and he says about Tim Scott, he comes across as a career politician with pre-scripted statements, but he doesn't come across as arrogance, uh, as arrogant. And, um, and then the comment on Hutchinson that this, this listener says comes across as a slimy career politician, a guy that, uh, no one should trust. <laughs> um, so it's interesting people's different perspectives. We had a caller earlier say that they had been listening to, Vivek Ramaswamy's podcast and really consuming a lot of his information and she was completely um, disappointed in his performance and the way he acted and uh, was going to start looking at other candidates and she had shifted from uh, Vivek to Nikki Haley uh, after last night's debate. So there was, there's a little movement there because it feels like you said, nobody really was a winner or a loser and it doesn't feel like a lot of people's minds were changed after last night. No, and I, I think the Vivek thing is very interesting. Um, the fact that he felt as though he had to dominate the action, that you know he was doing his mini-Trump imitation, 
where I'm going to own the stage and I'm going to go after other people. And, you know, on a personal level, it seemed like he was auditioning for Saturday Night Live rather than to be president. Well, and I want to ask real quickly, I was surprised that Mike Pence was interrupting so much and talking so long. Was I mean, obviously a tactic he felt he needed, but did that surprise you? It, it didn't, uh, because he wanted he wanted to show that he has the experience and that he's kind of the father of the group. That, you know, he's been there, done that, and these other people don't understand, and he had to build, I think he had a need to show that these others weren't ready. Um, do you, uh, so what was the buzz when the debate was over? Uh, what, what was the buzz? Was it... In terms of like the most interesting person probably on the stage, interesting in a, in a way, was Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. But because he's an outsider, he's he is taking the position of kind of like I'm going to be defending Trump and also going after people on the stage. You know, saying that I'm the only candidate that's not bought and paid for on the stage. Was did that go over? Obviously, he had his crowd of people there that loved it, but did that go over with other people well or not? It, it really didn't. It really didn't, and I think when you when you hear the support and the cheering that was going on, there was still a large contingent of President Trump supporters there, and they were about the only ones that were showing any energy for him at all. And I, it was interesting for me because I was sitting in the section with uh, members of Congress, and some of their reactions were very interesting to watch as well. And a lot of them have been uh, are committed to different candidates. Uh, you know, I was near uh, Congressman Brian Donalds, who's supporting President Trump and some others. And some of their reactions were like, you know, certainly this guy is not ready. That's an interesting perspective, sitting with co- members of Congress. I I, uh, I bet that was fun, just watching the reactions. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you were able to interact. I mean, we had to be on the floor um, an hour before the show began so they didn't let you in and out after seven o'clock local time eight o'clock your time i mean so they had plenty of time to Viv- the people vivek is an inter- interesting guy he's obviously been a regular on fox news he's an entrepreneur that's made a lot of money and, and that's good he's a successful entrepreneur um he is very smart and very articulate um, but we did have a couple callers this morning and we had, we had callers who thought he did great and are supporters of his too but who liked the outsider guy that's coming in and he's not a politician, all that. That turned some people on for sure. But uh, we did have another caller who actually really liked him and said that she she started out with him kind of being her choice, but she's she got turned off by him last night. Yeah, well, one of the things, I mean, people, a lot of people are looking for another uh, President Trump to come along. You know, an outsider that's going to be able to shake things up, do things. But the experience level between... Uh, Donald Trump in 2015 and 16 versus his experience are vastly different. Um, you know, running businesses, you know, he's, he's an investor type business entrepreneur where Donald Trump ran organizations. So he had, it's an entirely different level. It's a maturity level that's completely different. And I think people were hoping for, you know, the second generation of Donald Trump and they certainly did not see it last night. And uh, you touched on Ron DeSantis. Obviously, he came in as the 
still a while dropping in the polls and having to lay off staff and, and different issues with the campaign, um, there was a feeling by some at least that this was really important for Ron DeSantis, that he needed to show up and not have any kind of a flop in this debate or he might really be in trouble. So do you think ultimately that he did what he needed to do and that it could revive his flagging campaign a little bit? I think so. I think he's definitely going to continue to be, you know, in that top tier of candidates going forward. Uh, I think he helped himself. And again, a lot of it's expectations, but he made no mistakes. Uh, he got his message out. You know, his, his demeanor is, is different. Um, he, there's not a lot of charisma, so to speak, but he was able to talk about his record. Uh, his folks, uh, his wife was sitting nearby where I was, and they seemed very happy with the performance. They were smiling. Um, and, and I think you're going to see him continue to be one of the finalists going forward. I mean, and the interesting thing with DeSantis, and he has, obviously has his supporters and his detractors, but um, Tim Scott is thought to have the best biographical message, and he's got this inspirational message. Um, but uh, Ron DeSantis sort of fits that bill a little bit, too, as a guy that came from not money, and he talked about that a little bit, and, and actually went into the went into um, the military, served the country, um, and uh, went on to... Uh, you know, had has it's still a relatively young guy with little kids. He sort of has the same type of interesting biography, doesn't he? Is not not the same as Tim Scott, but in a different way. But he has a pretty interesting biography. He has a tremendous story. Uh, you know, athlete uh, served in the military, uh, a lawyer. He he is he along with Mike Pence really have the best resume in terms of becoming president. So they have the experience, uh, they have a connection. You know, um, Mike Pence leads with his religion. Uh, DeSantis very much is a strong man of faith, uh, one of the Catholics in the, in the, the race. Uh, so he does have a very interesting story and a good resume. And I think you're going to find that most people who are not with Donald Trump will probably end up somewhere in the DeSantis camp. They may end up with the Tim Scott, but you have to look at Nikki Haley now, who will be back in the race. So I think you're really looking at, obviously, President Trump, but I think your finalists are going to be DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott. Um, what do you, do you think there was, we heard this from a couple of people this morning that were a little turned off and thought there was too much sniping amongst the candidates back and forth do you think that's the case? I think, I think you have to show that you're tough and that you can fight back. And I think a lot of it was in response to what Vivek was going after everyone. Uh, and people wanted to make sure that they weren't looked at as a pushover. So there was pushback. Uh, but, you know, one of the interesting things that you look at is in between during commercial breaks, who, who is speaking to who? Yeah. And what their attitudes are towards each other. I bet you that was interesting. It was. And, and the, it was interesting, the relationship that was almost chummy between Chris Christie and Mike Pence. Oh. See, now, I uh, wouldn't have expected that. I Christie that, mentioned Tim a couple of times, trying to bring him in, I think, um, when right. he was referring, answering questions. But 
that's that's a that's a relationship I wouldn't have expected. Yeah, and it, and it was and it seemed genuine. Uh, they seemed like they liked each other a lot. Um, you know, I, I have met both of them, and they're very very good people. Uh, Chris Christie, quite honestly, is you know in this to go after President Trump and has a role in this, and he still believes he's he has a shot at winning. I don't believe that he does. Um, but they're all very interesting people, and you don't get to be on that stage unless you have accomplishments and you have charisma. Uh, so to criticize any of them at that level is really us. It's like criticizing a major league player when you yourself can't hit a curveball. What uh, do you think that Vivek Ramaswamy, do you think his, his entry into this campaign and being on the debate stage last night actually helped him be able to not appear last night because he had somebody on that debate stage that was going to be all in for Trump? I mean, Donald Trump has has declared Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy as the winner last night. He's declared him as the winner, and he basically said because he praised me. Called him the best president of the 21st century. Did Donald do that before the debate? Uh, I'm reading this from Politico. <laughs> I'm he just said, being silly. He, well, I don't think he could have known what he said. I know. He said, uh, the, this answer gave Vivek Ramaswamy a big win in the debate because of a thing called truth. Thank you, Vivek. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, there was a lot of buzz, and there was a lot of talk about him being in the race as a surrogate for Donald Trump. That he is the defender of Trump, that there's this working relationship going on there. Uh, you know, there's no hard evidence of any of that, but he really is. Uh, in my opinion, coming out trying to be a mini me, you know, the whole, the whole theatrics on stage. I think, and the other thing people have to remember is that, you know, uh, Ramaswamy actually took a year or two off from his business career to be a stand-up comedian. Really? Yes. So if you look at his resume, he uh, was a stand-up comedian in New York City for a while. So the stage presence and you know, the adulation really works well with him. Uh, so he's trying to be bigger than life. And, you know, at 38 years old, you know, who knows what the future is going to be. I don't think this is his year because, quite honestly, you can't be in the same lane as President Trump and expect to pass him. Yeah. Jay, we are just about out of time. Just quickly give us two candidates that you think will end up getting a bump out of this debate. I think, actually, Vivek will get a bump because there will be people who will be talking about him. But I think Nikki Haley will get the biggest bump out of uh, the debate. DeSantis, any kind of bump? Uh, DeSantis will be very solid and get a small bump. Um, so he, he gained, he gained uh, supporters last night, as did Nikki Haley. All right, Jay Shepard. Vermont's Republican National Committee man, thanks for calling in from Milwaukee. Well, thank you. And yesterday here it was uh, over 100 degrees, so Whoa. today's a little cooler. Oh, boy. I was going to say, bring us some cheese, but it'll melt by the time you get to the airport. That's what it is. And Vermont cheese is better anyways. Okay, very <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> thanks, Jay.
Uh, that was great perspective. I like I like to hear uh, you know it's during a commercial to, break and sit yeah, with people to talk yeah. to somebody that was there. Yeah, that's a good call. All right, that Thank wraps you, up another edition of the Morning Drive. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be back with us tomorrow, starting starting at six a.m. because Jimmy Fallon will be joining us. Ah, uh, yes, we're gonna have a great fluff and stuff Friday right here on News Talk WVMT Burlington. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis, dropping one lawyer, adding another. Former President Trump shaking up his legal team hours before his surrender today in Georgia for allegedly conspiring to try and overturn.